see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. Jason Rouse, and uh, welcome to Safe Word Podcast today on the show. Uh, everyone's like filming their own uh, social media. Ryan Davis, off the grid. Ryan, is that what you called? I'm, a, I'm I'm back on the grid for this shit right now. You know, we're, we're, one last time to see it all come down. That's what I thought. I go. This is kind of my last podcast in LA for quite a while. Um, and I thought you'd be perfect for this to kind of explain some theories and some trajectories of how we've ended up in a... You look, it's, it, this is a global thing. This is not like Hollywood got whooping cough. This is a global flatline. And um, part of the things that we do creatively involves a live audience yeah the blood it's coagulated we're watching the coagulation right now it is it's it's a very um like rigor mortis <laughs> you know literally it's so numbing but to, to kind of describe what's going on around it we're, we're literally on the uh sunset boulevard we just left the comedy store and we're walking down sunsets past the, the body shop headed as you east, mentioned the, the opposite direction of all civilization headed west to get its way down to the coast and now we're rolling back i mean i was talking to you because i only know about two or three canadians in la and they're all the sweetest nicest people so i was hoping you'd put me at ease about all this and quite <laughs> the opposite huh? hey listen you know you you've worked and been around enough of us that you could go hey man can i jump countries Oh, I think you would... Yeah, I, I can't but, go to Canada. I have a felony on my record for another 10 years. i got to pay that shit off. I can't go there, Australia. So. A felony? Is it drug or related? Yeah, I got a DUI back in 2016. Oh. And it cost like $10,000 to yes. get it expunged. Like, it's technically not on my record. I've done all that shit, but I can't. they'll stop me at the border and be like, get out of here, yank. Joe, Joey Diaz, you know, he, he was mm -hmm. the first person that came up to me that was like, oh, Joey should be in do shows in Canada, like Toronto and Vancouver, all the major yeah. cities, they would go apeshit for him. And they go, he can't because he's got a DUI. And I, I was, I go, what do you mean? And they go, oh, they don't let you. Every, that's like a big American thing. Oh, they don't let you in, in Canada <laughs> if you got a DUI. It's only, you're not afraid of our military, but the fact that we don't like drink, drunk driving. Yeah. You know why? Because we fucking, we were Olympic contenders of... You know, drinking and driving. My uncle was killed in a car accident as a teenager. Damn. And the, uh, he, was, he wasn't even drinking. Only guy not drunk with his seatbelt off. And, uh, you know, I remember Roger Chandler, rest in peace. And that was in Canada. 
In Canada, people drank and drove all the time. I don't know what statistically was, but Canadians, you know, there was always booze in the car, and it was open. Oh, yeah, no, it's the best way. A gun in your lap, a bottle open, and the windows down late at night, like the smell of, you know, whatever collegiate is rising up to the air, that's his most American. I mean, I was talking to Sam uh, Tripoli about that John Jones shit, and I was like, that's the most American thing he's ever done to get busted with a gun on his lap shooting out the window drinking and driving like I, for a brief moment I'm like rock flag and eagle dude maybe shit's gonna get normal again John Jones is getting fucked up you know things are getting back to normal I think when Slayer retired everything went to shit and you knew you knew it was over when Mr. Bungle did a reunion tour after 25 years off the back of a 20 year old demo tape I used to sleep right there. See that little thing, that little backside, on the on the on the yeah. runway. Yeah, on the backside. No one will see you there late at night. So this is where I used to get drunk. I'd either sleep underneath Carney's, the, like the train, <laughs> or I'd sleep there. <laughs> that was my spot, dude. It's still there. And I'm looking at it, going, "Fuck." Yeah, you just lay down. That's a good flat, spot. Yeah. And hope you don't roll off. That's mainly. So what? You just get up there hammered. Yeah. That's the wonderful part about California is the luxury of you can pass out. Oh, yeah, 70 had, degrees at night in the summertime. Shit. Buddy of mine, Finnish comedian, dies. Oh, yeah. I heard in that. the snow. In the, what? Hammered. They fell. go through and they check, make sure people aren't in the sidewalks, right? In Sweden and stuff like that. It's crazy. They yeah, really. In the snow banks. They really, they really pass out. I used out. to pay the Mexican dudes that worked the parking lot, like give them a five bucks and they'd leave me alone type shit. No you know? way. Yeah. Every time I walk by there, I always get I like. I why I'm so excited. I think that's like, <laughs> you fucking like. That's my. It's across from the body shop, you know? You had your own piece uh, of yeah. this town. Five bucks. Look it. You know it. At this age, you know, before this uh, outbreak, you could put that on Airbnb and it would be booked solid. <laughs> you know, you put a one-man tent on that brick. Dude, that's going to be an Airbnb soon. That little newsstand. Look at that. Three, oh, three little, like, cots. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Japanese hostel. Did you think that the apocalypse could roll in so quickly? Like, literally in two months? Like, not even, like, a full quarter of a year? Speaking of that, where did you move from? I, used, I grew up in Chino, 47 miles east. In, in California. Yeah, I, uh, the Manson girls are... The only thing out there is two prisons. Men's, uh, Chino's men's prison, where the head of the Mexican mafia is at. And he's a white dude, uh-huh. which just proves to you that it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> there's always some white dude in charge of shit. And then there's a female <laughs> prison where the Manson girls... That's where they locked them up forever. Is that Al Madrigal? Is it? No. I'm going to say, get inside, Al. No, that's not. It looks very Al magical, right? Al's got money. That guy's got a Toyota 4x4. Um, do you know, like, I, look, we're standing across one of the most famous God, yeah. venues of ultimate. Part of the reason it motivated me to get on board with an immigration lawyer uh, across from what was used to be Miyagi's, but now is the Pink Taco. Um, this building's been on lockdown for 20 years. It used to be an Irish pub, which it's a Hollywood Irish pub, which was more of a disco than or a dance club than anything. It was there was people, they had they had people falling off the sidewalk trying to get into Tuesday night comedy show here that Jay Davis ran. I come to L.A. fall of 2001. My my manager at the time says I'm taking you to the hottest spot. 
I'm from, you know, I moved from Hamilton, Steeltown, Pittsburghy type place to to Vancouver, kind of reinvented myself, then go to Toronto. And now I'm in Hollywood. I'm completely like Kevin Bacon Footloose, but on on the flip. More like Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, when Axel steps off the bus of straw. I wasn't naive. I had street smarts, but I'd never had the straight out of Compton college. uh, uh, um, I didn't grow up near of prison in california yeah i grew up with cholos dude so like to me it's like i didn't realize how much i say homie like that's just how i grew up with just cholos and knuckleheads and white trash dudes so yeah coming out here to me was the same way where i just see rock and rollers and all night partying hot chicks legs i remember when the prostitution was still here dude yeah yeah you'd see hookers like i could say like 2001 then i come back 2007 it's a totally different uh different spot and so when did this place finally go? Because this is the spot that Dan Cook blew up and yeah, Pablo was, Francisco. I always hear stories, right? I, I, uh, dude, it was Ralphie May, like Alonzo Bowden. Um, uh, uh, I remember sitting on that ledge over there having a cigarette with, with Stan Hope. When I first come here, I was like, oh, God, at least he had hockey hair. It was somebody I could at least... The rest of the people... Oh, Bobby Lee I'd met for the first time. I remember that because... He, I, was in, I was skating, and he had a, a John Lucero uh, skate shirt. And I was like, oh, fuck, blah, 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 blah. Bobby, you know, this is 2001. Everybody was starting to get deals and things like that. Um, who else? Fuck, you know. Uh, um, uh, you know, Jay, it was Jay Davis, Ahmad Ahmad. Look in the uh, Laugh Factory. Yeah, this is, this, way is, before, this, huh? is way before, this is way before. This is way before. This is like... Jay taking things into his own hands and building his own stage. He had all the contacts from working bars on the strip, these crazy mailing lists. Hence, Vince Vaughn gets involved. That's right. The Wild West stuff and all that. Anyway, because there was so much celebrity, they were rubbing elbows with comedians. It was contagious. You know, it was a very contagious situation. So people were producing a lot of comedy shows people from uh, upper echelons of the entertainment industry were like these guys are fucking great so which direction did you get pulled did you go east towards uh, the, uh, the laugh factory or did you go west towards the store after this i've had such a ass backwards career in this town the first place i got passed was the laugh factory yeah. which is which is like by jamie buddy by, buddy by jamie <laughs> yeah by jamie uh, the day my father died as i was on my way to do a showcase for jamie so it was such a weird thing to happen and do the show. But with the comedy store was probably my least places I perform at. Yeah. But um, um, the improv is what I knew back home. That was kind of like a standard. That, I think that's what the Canadian business model of, of comedy. It had a Mitzi Shore element to it where you could say whatever the fuck you want. It was a wild man spot. Yeah. But it had the kind of business model of, uh, as a comedy chain, the improvs, Yuck Yuck's comedy chain, Mark Breslin, um, and so on and so forth. But, yeah, it was, I was very disappointed when I came back here, you know. Very disappointed. From 2001 to 2... I'm like, I can't... You just got a taste of it, and then it came back, and it was all soft, and... Dude, I was, I was horrified, because I really put so much time and money on me... To do some eight mile shit. Yeah. But the party was fucking 
over, son. Showing up with the six pack as the yeah, cops are yeah, breaking yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm the guy with the joint hanging in his mouth going, oh shit, <laughs> the cops are here? But yeah. dude, you gotta get the fuck out of yeah. <laughs> So that was uh, 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 a very sobering fuck. Come on, man. Come on. I know, they were leading us into it. Come on. Singer was like the number one show, huh? We wonder why. I can't believe, like, okay, we're looking at, we're literally by, uh, across the street from the Chateau Marmont. Oh, part of the reason was, is that newspaper stand that you said would be turned into Airbnbs, uh, I was blown away. I'd never seen that. We don't have that kind of newsstand. And I'd only seen it in, like, Scorsese movies, New York-based stuff. So I literally, I was so... Slack jawed, small. Golly, this is we're in the big city that I watch people shop here for like an hour. I do, I've never seen anyone buy that. I swear that's got to be a Russian money laundering spot. It's totally a front, but it used to be the guy had a, a series of things. Now it's class pipes, rolling papers, tobaccos. Is that where the guy used to sell the tasers? Remember? Most the guy likely. Walk out with the trench coat and sell tasers on the, on the, on the patio of the comedy store? Tasers? Yeah, he had tasers and those crack torches, right? And I'm like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. And then he's like, I know what you want. And he pulled out from inside his jacket, like a leather, like, duster, a straight-up bunny rabbit, a little baby bunny rabbit. Bunny rabbit? And I'm drunk, and I'm like, well, he's kind of got me. I kind of do want that bunny rabbit. So I hear a live bunny rabbit? A live bunny rabbit. That must have been his cell for, like, every drunk to be like... Not to mention the girls. It's like, it's just a, a, a... Above a baby tiger or below a baby tiger, right? <laughs> you pull out a basket of rabbits, all the girls, oh my god, their piss whiskers barking out over the sidewalk. <laughs> Watch it, girls, you're getting my shoes wet. Yeah, now you clearly seen, uh, I don't know if the billboard's up here still, but the Tiger King. I have not. Do I tried to stay. I tried to stay. I can't. I gotta, you don't do junk food? I can't, dude. I can't I watch know. anything. Anymore. You know the last thing I watched that was hyped? I watched Jojo Rabbit, and that shit made me cry, and I was like, fuck all that shit, man. You guys got my emotions. You got me, dude. That's, that's, is there a sequel to Tiger King is the question, right? I, Are they going to come back? Because like, I think that from everything I've read post, that shit is opening up the case. Neck face, bro. What's your neck face? This right here. Shepherd Ferry was Obey. That okay. face is like street street art right here. Does he have a particular logo or? It's like an orange. Ah, that's black. great. The guy took Jim Morrison and Jesus. So it's the classic Jim Morrison with his arms open, but with Jesus's torso underneath. That's a great picture. I don't understand. Like, I love this shit. You know what I mean? I'm always taking pictures of graffiti and street art. I love the the, the idea of lettering becoming the kind of art form, and. Um, but some of this stuff is pretty cryptic. Like, you look at this Jim Morrison thing. Who is this guy? What's this? these barcodes from old television? You know, there's some messages. Well, not too far ago. So that, that uh, you see that Art Deco building? Yes. If you look at the front of it, it's a whole, like, ode to Pan. Like, like Pan, the, the goat-headed yeah, yeah, yeah. god. So that right there... And then How? you go down. Uh, what's the design of it? Or? On the same side of that street, you go down one more, and you can see in front of the standard, it's fallopian tubes with boxing gloves. Well, really, what that is is a baphomet. Oh. And the standard's upside down, which is classic inversion in the occult, right? And I don't know if you heard about this, and you can Google this shit, but uh, they had plumbing problems at the, the standard a couple years ago. Oh, 
okay, and then when they, and then what they found in there was a chemical that's a decoagulant. So it turns flesh into jello. Yep. And so why the fuck is that inside the plumbing of a place that's kind of got weird, occult, dark? And then the owner, and I believe the accountant, died in a helicopter crash. Well, I started to get a little suspect, you know, when it, when that guy's car that was had a uh, look at you know the the labyrinth of information that leads up to the story I'm about to tell. The guy's car suddenly turns into oncoming traffic and crashes. Oh, the Rolling Stone uh, journalist, right yeah. here, dude. That's oh, why I'm fuck. saying, yeah, right up here, right? They said that he was going like buck, almost 100 miles per hour. You know how hard it is to get 100 miles per hour. So. <laughs> He was over, his controls were overridden and took him into a wall. Yeah, and they say his blood that he had, what, uh, what's the legal speed that everyone's on? Uh, the fucking, all the riders. What's the autopsy report on the car? That's what I want to know. It was one of those modern cars that can be overridden and shit. 100%, yeah. And so he's, uh, I, I, God damn, what's his name? He's the journalist from Rolling Stone that he was embedded with General Petraeus when they were, uh, when that eruption happened and it made air travel stop in Europe for like a month right yes and then they were bogged down and they were on the way out so General Petraeus and his men started getting loop loop lipped around this uh, journalist and then he just wrote about it you know when he got back to the states and then that dude mysteriously drove his car fucking yeah. top speed into a yeah. right here dude I remember hearing the reports and there resisted too many uh, and then uh, what's his name who was just magically hung himself in prison oh yeah uh, so that's a classic uh what do you think this is all kind of a uh it's it's really escalated now you, you yeah, know it's part of uh, anchorman Ooh, that escalated quickly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's totally... exactly what we got we got an escalated from zero to 60 in two weeks yeah uh those in the know those because uh, I don't really, like, throw my hat in with a, quote-unquote, the conspiracy theorist, but I'm a history enthusiast. And those who study history... That's why I chose you to talk to this, because a lot of my friends that have their toe in the similar water come at me at a, at a way that are explaining it, and I get it. It's, it's, it's like the sky's falling, uh, <laughs> which gets me into a bit of a kind of panic. Yeah. You know, I've been on the road with Sam Tripoli for a month. And he wasn't even into it then. So throw a couple dead babies and a couple of uh, streaked societies in there. And uh, you got yourself. I can't. I'm laying in bed thinking about Sam and the panic he's put into my heart. Yeah, I know. All us chaotic people are kind of thriving right now. The whole idea of misery loves company. Well, it's like all us chicken littles knew the sky was cracking, dude. And now that it's actually coming down, we're like. It's not I told you so, but it's more or less like, well... No, the real, the really embedded people in that, they're not looking, they're not, they don't want to be right. Hell no. That's, what I, that's right. exactly what they, I say to my brother all the time. Like, brother, I don't want to be right about this, but when have I been wrong? And it's not me, it's just, you study enough shit, dude, and you'll read the writing on the wall, you know what I mean? Like, okay. all empires crumble, right? What, what do, you, do you have any thoughts off the top of your head about April 17th? No. What is that? What are you talking about? I don't know what it is. What is that? I don't know. Is that what's just putting put it out there? Just putting out like... I've been getting April 17th for like, for weeks now. Like a message in your head? A message in a bottle. I don't know, man. You it could be Sting whispering in my ear. Have you been seeing like 4 and 17? Look at that. The, the line of Trader Joe's, yeah. man. 
Look, this is like the worst place to shop in Hollywood during this this outbreak. Here's the problem. It, 100% people are dying. This thing needs to be uh, dealt with in a in a way that you would deal with anything that's dangerous. But the fear is is doing more damage than the actual virus itself. And the fear, as you can see, has made us so scared that we're all dressed in like scorpion and reptile from fucking Mortal Kombat. We're all playing cosplay suddenly. Two weeks into it, we're all we're all at fucking Comic Con, right? It's going to be huge for the movie because they're shooting it. Or did did they did they shoot it? Oh, man. Is anything going to get finished? Is this this the rise no. of, like... A bunch of my friends uh, were on shows. You know, they were gearing up to do the rap party in their last episode. Nope. Don't call us. We'll call you. I'll tell you who's definitely busy, and I've never seen. These UPS guys are, are out like fire trucks every fucking day. I know. Bringing it. They're getting Bringing them sexy-ass cabs. He's sexy. Guys, they get keys to the city. Okay, dude. Yeah, and there's tons of hot chicks out. We walked by nine of them. Just I, I know what's going on here. It's crazy. It's an ass fest. That right there is a. Uh, it's a vegan cheese shop, fromage next to Hunan Cafe. Is it yeah, vegan cheese? Yeah. That's one thing. It's a hard sell for me. Is um, the dairy end of the the ve- vegetarian thing? Um, they haven't hit the fake cheese right. That place might totally discredit everything I said, and, and I still go back and go and go through vegetarian um, fake cheese slices and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can't fake the funk. Funky cheese is where it's at. You know? Funky cheese is where it's at. Isn't that a Bootsy Collins song? I'm a Rockefeller man myself. Well, look at what we got here. We're in front of the Laugh Factory. Wow, what a what a list of stories. I've worked and been around with almost 90% of the people on this. Okay, point to people you haven't worked with. Jerry Bednob. This is one of the first comedians I saw take the roof off the place. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, I was going to say. Great. You fucking, you fuck goat fucking cocksucker fucking. Is that his accent in real life? or is he Yeah, he, he does it. He cranked it a bit. But, uh, but Jerry Bednob... Uh, was his uh, was like that? He could curse like a motherfucker. His 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 cursing was always so great. Uh, uh, Brody, I know. I don't know who that is. He's somebody people lose hair and weight. You know, uh, Louis C.K. David Spade always looks like he's riding a bike up to a beautiful woman. Dude, I, I'm only. A- a couple pounds and maybe chemotherapy from looking identical to David Spade, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the... He's got the, the same color, you know. He's got Celtic uh, roots. He's waspy. So, Jamie Kennedy and Ari, yeah. A little unknown uh, story about me is uh, I bleached Ari's asshole on Punch Drunk Sports dressed up as a gimp. Oh, no. Yeah, I immediately regretted it. I came the around Jew the, clam. Yeah, I came around the corner, and I, it was all fun and games until I. Didn't really you know was, the backstory? Oh, dude, yeah, I was laughing, and then I was. Another imperial stencils his name. I gotta get a shot of that. Holy shit! Inappropriate. Good for him. For Daddy Man himself. Oh yeah. Daddy Man. Oh, actually, you know what? Stand uh, back there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the wall bit. Oh, it's the pole, that's why. There we go. Jeez Louise. 
All these girls are like quarantine. Yeah, you know what? Because they know that because they're 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 hustling. There's, I don't know why I'm whispering. <laughs> I really don't know why I'm whispering. But I'm honestly, I'm afraid of women in LA. Oh, dude, I haven't been I'm terrified. In 16 months in L.A. 16 months I'm going on a dry spell. That's fine. I look at that, you know, uh, the only reason I have sex is when I'm on the road most of the time. Uh, this city I tried to date, I had a bunch of disasters. But anyway. You're afraid because of uh, legal or just the fear, the, just the flip-flop, the weirdness of... My social circles are all entertainment industry, and that's a shitstorm of dominoes. Yeah, look at Sam Tripoli. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Joey Banana Peels, <laughs> fucking has only Sam Tebow and I were talking, and we're like, we were yelling at each other, like we just couldn't. Only Sam, only Sam, and we just look at each other. Only Sam. You could only say Sam. My our our dear friend, uh, Sam Tripoli had. <laughs> babies twins <laughs> baby twins at the beginning of a shitstorm that the world has never seen before yeah, they're, they're in 10 the world. weeks old they're, they're as old as the quarantine right now so, ghost and ninja right yeah yeah i've been uh, i've been hanging out with them getting doing some mani action i saw i saw you holding one of the little ones yeah i used to be a mani actually so babies okay. uh, my buddy got pregnant i was 20 and he was uh 19 so dude like damn near 18 years ago fucking changing diapers we didn't know what to do so now i got a nephew at six and so when sam had babies i was like bro let me show you a little thing or two your older brothers and sisters or younger i got an older sister yeah so but dude, i told them be a gift and a curse i do not but i know friends of mine that hold their sisters and they were like you gotta shut up my my sister fucking comes in here they were terrified oh yeah terrified I don't know what kind of psychological warfare, warfare they dealt with with their older sisters, but then these guys would hit puberty and bang out all their older sisters' friends, <laughs> fuck them right out. And that was, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's why I don't go out anymore, because Jimmy fucked all my friends, and they don't want... Because then he cut them off, single file, right? They start, he started banging his older sister's um, girlfriends... And they would they would piss in the soup, one one low self esteem girl at a time, and she he systematically removed her social circle away from her over the course of ten years, and twenty holes. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's two Lock holes. Yourself into isolation. I guess this this is another one of these things. Starbucks, you know, there's a coffee bean's been here for 150 years. Oh yeah. This is where uh, like, facts and sunset. I would see Tom Green or Chris D'Elia just sitting here all the time, looking like like the loneliest, <laughs> the loneliest rich people you ever seen. It's weird, right? When you see people in like free range celebrities. Oh, free range celebrities is the weirdest thing, dude. Like you're like, damn, that dude looks like. Oh shit, that is Denzel Washington. Friend of mine says he sees dice at the Starbucks like every day. I know at Starbucks. I used to work across the street at I'm that afraid. vitamin shop. So the I, oh. I, dice would come in. And where I, is this? It's in Studio City. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to give away exactly where it is. But, yeah, d- interacting with dice in the real life. First of all, he's wearing racing holsters. gloves. He's wearing racing gloves. He's wearing a red wife beater tucked in to some, like, 
Uh, dude, it's the most awesome outfit I've ever seen. Then he had double leather, like, gun holsters, but that's where he's just keeping his, Wallets and just stuff. his, his cash and his weed. Yeah, he looks like a hired killer. Uh-huh. And then his eyes are looking at two different directions. He's got Pierre Cosby eyes where he's just, like, keeping an eye on the past and the future at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, dude, he's the man. And I told him, I was like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eleanor. And he's like, you know Eleanor? And immediately I was like, yeah. I regret talking to you <laughs> you are you are dice man yeah, yeah it's pretty wild that was one of my highlights in my career was having him introduce me on his show for showtime uh, you know the records and his whole on stage persona was that's uh, that the, the the plow that i wanted to bring onto the stage you know you were just kind of like in front of him when he was on stage. There's some comics like that. The Holtzman is another guy. Well, it's my, he's my favorite. He? My favorite person at the store is Holtzman, dude. You have no idea. Every time I see him, I fan out and geek out and, and t- say I sir know. and shake his hand and bow at him. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, man, that guy is... If they don't, like, secret somehow just put cameras in the wall and just film his special without telling him, that's how the only thing can happen, you know? In front of ten people on a Saturday at midnight? I brought three girls to see him. I'm like, you're going to love it. I, don't, I, I didn't know what I was thinking, dude. I mean, one of them was Asian, so you can imagine how Holtzman took that. Dude, I brought people... I brought people from Sweden to the, the Ding Dong show and they were pissed off at me. They go, you think this is funny? These are close friends of mine. They were angry. They were angry. What, what do you think is so funny? They couldn't understand the, the hilarity of it. And I'm like, oh, that's right. You're Swedish. It's going to be difficult. If I would have brought Danish people there, they would have been part of the Ding... They would have joined the Ding Dong. Like, they don't care. Well, the Ding sweet- Dong show is very much like Denmark. They just, they, anything that Sweden's uptight about, Danish people will revel in the idea of it. It's a sunset in Fairfax. Fuck. I always wanted to live in this, uh, what's this place called? The Ross or something? Yeah. La Rasa? Looks like Melrose Place. Yeah, it totally looks like Melrose Place. But to have the whole top floor and the roof with a mini ramp. You know, Sweden's the only country that didn't do anything different. And, <laughs> I mean, they don't have that many people, but they didn't do anything different. No. So they're going to be the, t- the real, like, let's look at the whole world. The science. Then, yeah, like, they're the, what is that, the, uh, the stable, the, what's the part in experiment? You know what Sweden's going to do, if they're on the better end of this decision, they're going to go, we're Swedish, we always are right. <laughs> look at our cars. They're the safest in the world. That's a pretty rad road bike. I like that black on red. Very, very, uh, rad. Yeah, I have, anyway. It is the one, hey, have you noticed how nice people are, though, in L.A. now? Yeah. Straight up, like. Yeah, because their egos have been smushed out. <laughs> and they've been forced, they've been knelt by the universe, put a fucking knee in their back and pushed everyone down to smell their own shit for a change. Live in your head. Live in it. You piece of shit. Okay, I guess we should start the podcast. Hey, this is Jason Rouse. Welcome to This street always made me, this stretch of palms that we're walking down right now, classic, probably been in a million postcards, trillion postcards. Um, there are, well, how many stories are these? Four, five, easily. No, is it one? 
two, yeah, three, four. Story. Yeah, that's 50 feet, right? Those are hurricane ponds. I've seen those fuckers bend over. Like, when I first moved here, it, it rained a little bit the first... That, the people get killed in L.A. by this. I heard this. So what's happened here is this a piece of the palm, but it's also, people don't know this, this is like an axe. Yeah. That's like a, a, a husk from a corn husk, but it's also, it's, it's like um, teak, like teak wood. It's very sharp and dense. And, and when it falls five stories on the back of your neck, it will cut your fucking spinal cord. Look at these pieces of shit. I noticed this on the way up here, and my friend told me that there's an audition place over here. Clearly, they're doing something. Uh, every asshole's doing the, the hand sanitizers, and the whole under all those trees is all uh, napkins of garbage. Just piles of them. Just people throwing them in a, on the streets. Yeah, we have like, a new type I'm so of Canadian. I'm so, yeah, there's a total. Um, recycling our, um, the medical gloves, masks. First of all, I've only seen a couple masks. Dozens or so uh, things, but here you're seeing all the, the the sanitary wipes. That's something that that's the waxing apocalypse is happening right now, dude. Places, ladies are are full oh, bore, dude. Chinchilla knees. Yeah, no, there's um, neglect. There's a picture, <laughs> uh, quarantine um, day 35 or something, and it's got this really hairy guy's arm with long red nails on it in a woman's shoe. <laughs> and the fingers are hanging over the toes of the shoe. And I go, there's some girls right now, you know that crack that forms? Yeah. And they're, they've, been, they've been putting pl plaster on it for 30 <laughs> years? Well, this is like the Hoover Dam coming down for some of these bitches. Guys are letting their asshole hair grow out long. Fucking not even their teeth are all look like sticks of margarine, just yellow brown. This is like when like a, a pig gets released in the wild, it grows tusks in yeah, like yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we've gone feral. Yeah. LA's gone feral. <laughs> and not to mention, you know, all these guys with side chicks and you know other lives going on that they don't have the access to anymore. It's all coming down. You know, there's people I know that were going through breakups and divorces now that are subjected to quarantine quarantine right? oh. with their worst enemy. Fuck, I'm glad I'm on a dry spell. I'd rather be. And my buddy was telling me, too, he goes, you know what the worst part about this is the kids. They don't even have a place to fucking hide from their psychotic parenting family. And they're just constantly like school would be a, a haven for a lot of kids in shitty households. And now they're just with fucking Adolf Schittler at the foot of their fucking bed. This chick does not give a fuck. She's actually still trying. She's combing her hair and looking out of the corner of her sunglasses at us. Like, she's still a contender. She's still a contender. Did you see that thing, uh, the, the, the lady saying she's, the newscasters were confronting people that are coming out of a church service. And this woman's mantra was, I've been baptized by Jesus' blood. Like, she, like, I don't know what your problem is. What are you, are you concerned about getting other people sick of it? No. She goes, what about, what about the other people? And there was, there, chil there was children in there too. Are you worried about getting the children? I'm baptized in Jesus' blood. Like, did you not hear what I just told you? I'm a, like... <laughs> No. Virus is the last I got. Yeah, I'm not. I, she goes, I was at Walmart. It's funny, too, because she follows up her case with, I was at Walmart, and, and um, 
Home Depot? Yeah, Home Depot. Just the other week, I'm out with people all the time. Like she's like, she just hold held up her degree of smarts. With one was the Bible, and the other one was Home Depot. You, you know what I mean? There is something to be said about religious zealots, though. So, so uh, I've been hanging out with Sam's girls, right? Just hanging out, doing. Yeah. We've been taking them on walks, and he lives in a really Jewish neighborhood. And I mean. They are not practicing social distancing at all, dude. Nobody. They're all, all the Hasidic family. Yeah. None of them are probably vaccinated either. No. So this is like, to them, they're like, this is some goy shit, man. Like, masks and fear. That's what the other folks do. So I was like, you know what? The moment I start seeing these uh, Hasids start putting on masks, maybe like, I mean, I'm wearing one right now because it's out of like, respect more or less now. You know? Not to mention is they've got generational stories of plagues and famine and struggle. And they go, this is like, this is like a, um, this is a form of warfare against an enemy that's not only after us, but it's clearly laying waste to everybody. Regardless, look how jacked this guy is riding a BMX. What is going on? I know, dude. Quarantine life's just <laughs> making me just appreciate the human form and all its and it's all its beauty, you know. Oh, Male, definitely, female. definitely. Is this a charging station? Are we in the future? This is, you're talking about I can just park my car. Right? What? Oh, it is electric car charging stations. Very Californian. How many homeless people there try to charge their fucking iPhones with an adapter they made out of a baked potato and a fucking car antenna? A hundred and fifty thousand volts. Blows the guy's asshole right out with his fillings. Yeah, because you know the guys. I was an electrician in high school. Watch this. I'll get everyone's phone. You know, <laughs> meth people are very in ingenuitive, and um, they get very motivated very quickly. You ever heard of MDPV? No, but you know what? Uh, we we're gonna get we're gonna get into some. Uh, uh, I need some answers. <laughs> but what's yeah, 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 I need some answers. You it's, want the truth? I want I want some of the truth. I want as much. Look at why would you give a chimpanzee a gun? Right? Mm -hmm. Look at it that way. Give me give me. See how I do with a knife before you hand me a hand grenade? Because I'm guaranteed to pull the pin, and uh, you know, my my brother. <laughs> did you meet my brother? No. Oh, I think he was on the, um, he did uh, the podcast with me and Sam, uh, Sam. I brought my brother along, which is funny because he's been on it for a number of years. And it, it, oddly enough, you know, it, it kept the distance between us because his, his narrative constantly was doomsday. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, it was, it was, I'm trying to, I know, man, I'm, I'm doing my part on my side of the pyramid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all dynamite and nail bombs over here. Exactly. I can't, I don't have the science or the, the manpower to take it down from the top. But I get it. They're fucking with the water. They're doing X. They're doing Y. And I know they're killing babies and eating them. It's been going on forever. So, um, what was the MBP? M MDPV. What is that? It's like that limitless drug. Oh. Is this an on it thing that Rogan has? It's going to be future, right? Because the, uh, the, the, um, uh, what was the one with the mushrooms that he has? Cordyceps mushrooms. Oh, is that cordyceps mushrooms, dude? Yeah, in his, um, one of his, uh, vitamins. 
and it, anything. It didn't really excel it too much for me, but it did give me very vivid dreams. Which Dude, you me know, too. Yeah. What the hell's up with yeah. that? Yeah. They were way, way uh, outside of my normal horror. It was a lot more. Um, I could see the outline of things a little more clearly. The the storyboard was a little more stronger story. Look at that. Just a dirty old crow in front of Chick-fil-A, <laughs> just waiting for someone to drop a baby. <laughs> I love that it still like smells of heavy ganja and oh, yeah. even in the apocalypse. Someone's just totally. roasting. Totally. Wouldn't that just make you more paranoid? That <laughs> well yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. It's just all the these 20-year-old girls are so full of themselves that they think they're, they can... There's been that girl over there with the spray-painted ass. She's done nothing to, to protect herself. Because her boyfriend's been telling her she's beautiful for six months. And that he's... Oh, see, here's all the, nap, the sanitizing Dude, what shit. what the hell? Yeah, uh, as a Canadian... Do you think you're going to be ostracized when you come back home because they're going to think it's crawling on you? You brought it from the west. I the- told my friend because they've been, I've been getting like scared, uh, not scared, but uh, people have been trying to spook me from uh, um, from Canada, saying that, um, saying that uh, uh, you should go, blah 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 blah, and um, that the government's going to close the borders or this that that and the other thing, and. Um, I'm like, look, I got a Canadian passport. I go, if they want to throw me in jail and contain me in a hospital basement or whatever it is for a couple of weeks, Ooh. I don't give a fuck. That would be exciting, I guess, if anything, right? I'd come out with a play. I'd write a musical <laughs> called Guess Where My Fingers Are and Where's the Lights. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. You know, again, uh, my, my mother said, you, she goes, you're kind of built for this. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I go, yeah, you know, I've been kind of Laura, uh, Sarah Connoring this shit for my life. <laughs> Fucking chicks that know how to make fires in tents. <laughs> oh, Hummingbird. You've got a coffin filled with armor. Yeah, at, yeah, at, yeah. At yeah. That cake. was pretty badass, though. When, she, <laughs> when Arnold rips the, uh, the, the, the casket open and um, the, all the uh, stockpile of ammo is in there. Kind of feels like it might be going back, huh? People are out and about. Yeah. Yeah, because they're trying to save their relationships. <laughs> That's what it is. Say, like, hey, you know what? Instead of screaming at each other, maybe we'll go for a walk and appreciate ourselves for a change. Instead of you calling me a pe- look at this fucking retard. <laughs> this fucking wing nut. People have what is the mortality like? No helmet and you're going twenty five miles per hour on In front of a Rolls Royce on one wheel. It looked like a half, like a a four by eight, with a, a wagon wheel in the end of it. It's a balance thing. Look, it it looks fun. My friend says those things are like, you know, mopeds are like fat chicks. They're fun until someone catches you riding one. <laughs> you ever hear that? No. No. So that that is, uh, yeah, you know, you're ripping around and then you're like moped Mary for the rest of the summer. You're fucked. You're totally screwed. Well, you said you grew up in a area. Um, what did you say, Chino? Um, yeah, it was like dairy lands. It was like country. Oh, okay. Real country. And how far is that? Forty minutes or something? It's like forty-five minutes east of here, okay. so give or take. But 
it most kinda, people think I'm saying Chico, and I'm like, yeah, sure, or Encino. I'm like, yeah, nah, man. Chino. The only time uh, I knew of the Chino was um, Deftones. Exactly. And coincidentally, the, when I first started to go to Runyon, when I first came down here, that uh, Errol Flynn's old tennis court that's over there, uh, he was doing he was doing some drills. He was training before their upcoming tour. They've been their uh, bass player had been in a coma in the hospital for uh, months. I think they end up unplugging the poor bastard, and uh, they brought in a, a new guy. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He was just he had maybe an aneurysm or something, and that was it, man. His, you know, his band is like one of the biggest rock bands in the world. Now they're hot chicks. They're bumping into each other. It's we look like the Smothers Brothers out here. Yeah, that was a, a thoroughbred too. We were going to go to Mayhem too. We were totally going to Mayhem. Damn, I was getting pumped on that. I was getting I myself was... amped to go because it was just before I was leaving too, and Body Count was coming up too. Body Count, Mayhem. Um, there was a couple of shows that all got squashed, but uh, you know, and but I was really trying to get on this metal uh, festival in Denmark in June, and um, they passed this year, and I was yeah, I had a real bug up my ass about it because I was kind of building some shit around it over there, yeah. and uh, then it got cut, so I feel a little more uh, rested because of the nose that I got in 2020 um, are fine now. I, I think I, of the idea that uh, Ari's to blame for all that. <laughs> He's just trying to get the heat off. Huh? Ari's the only person that stand up and went, whoo, <laughs> thank you. You guys were at the 10-year Monster Comedy Tour coming up, right? Oh, that's right. It would have been right. 10 years, dude. Uh, this October, actually. Uh, I sent, have you seen the movie? Uh, no. See, this is the thing. This has been, I was hoping somebody would have been dead by now. That was the plan. I said to Sam a number of years ago, because everyone's like, put this thing out, put it out. And I go, no one's famous. Okay. So it's just another comedy documentary. Ah, gross. They were fun, you know, blah, blah, blah. But no one's really achieved a uh, Kevin Hart Netflix series based on his mistakes. Have you seen that? No. No. He got uh, somebody filmed him fucking some chick, and he ends up getting it like a, a six episode Netflix special about his apology. He falls. Ari Shafir is not getting that. Sam's definitely. I'm no, no. There's nobody on that list that's gonna get the opportunity to, to kind of remorse and and explain what was wrong about this. No. So, um, yeah, Ari's probably great. You know, there's a lot of people that were in the publicity and the things the tabloid aspect of it and to have the um, the current change direction dramatically like that um, is probably a relief to some people Ari took a lot of heat, I don't follow sports I saw the video Ari's a wild man, you know what I mean to do that and uh, but that was nothing, Ari would have done that if it was the Prince Harry yeah, I, I, I got told Sam, I was like, you better hope that Ari dies before you. <laughs> you better hope, dude. I mean, he'd do that to his best friends. What, what, shit, if Rogan oh, he, was to <laughs> kick the bucket, dude, he would fucking viscerate him, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we'd expect it. We I would stand expect with Ari. I think he was a douche for saying, doing it on camera. If he would have yeah. just done his voice, it would have been Bar- a hundred Ar- times, times less, but it is what it is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. 
hot and horny and flustered in the... Wow, well, I almost walked into the front of a car that was parked looking at a girl's shit locker. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, my pace gets going. I get moving fast. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, sometimes... What do you think Boone's doing right now? What do you think Boone Shakalakas... Is he still at the patio, right? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Boom was, uh, you know, homeless person that frequents, you know, a a kind of a staple in the comedy store. I know. You know what I mean? So, um, but people live at that level, um, at a street level, legit, you know. Do you think their lives are going to get better for not being able to have a crazy clubhouse to hang out at? Or are they just going to (laughs) die? Oh, listen, the clubhouse is coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The clubhouse is coming back. Oh, yeah. That's a definite. But um, those people know that um, this kind of change that's happened is not really that significant to them. They don't have anything in the stock market. They're not losing any real estate. They're very, you know, unappreciated and underloved. So... Um, that the comedy store is a place that, that feeds people like that physically, emotionally. The unloved, the land of broken toys kind of function there. So, you know, you can look around the room. Some people hide it better than others, but it's a monkey cage full of fucking cuckoos. And it, I call it, the patio is just free-range retards. Yeah. I've seen them come. I've, I've been on that patio for I'm a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've seen them come. I've seen them go. Another. You have that moment of like, look at all these idiots. I'm one of these I know, idiots. No, no, no. I do, I do that jokingly. I always stand up. Because it would be me and like nine other ugly guys. And I'm like, this gay bar sucks. And they're like, and I go, look, there's no ass here. And we're here every week telling everybody how they're fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. It's most of my business uh, endeavors have all come off of that, you know, 20 by 20 square piece of concrete in front of a, a, a former uh, mob boss is Ciro's, uh, yeah. you know, Jesus. that's what I mean. So the portal's just probably recharging. That's what the comedy store is. It's just, it's just getting... Totally. But the porthole doesn't have any sense of time and space. So it's just no one's showed up to uh, kiss the lady's hand. But... Um, it's there, you know. It's so enwolved. That place would have to burn down on the ground. And even that ground would be looked at as, like, Indian burial ground for some of the most of the amazing clowns in the world have performed there. Like, I know, look at... And you know this, I'm sure. You would have bolted a long time ago. You've, you're spoiled with some of the best comedy in the world. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? I've seen <laughs> you know, everyone. I've you've seen, seen a, them all. You've seen... A, you, you see probably about $10 million worth of comedy a year for free. I've, literally, I've seen everyone I've ever wanted to see, minus Mitch and Patrice. I've literally ah. seen Quinn, fucking everyone, dude. I got, Patel, I have, Boss. I have, these coasters I can't see, you know? Oh, that's they, right. When they roll through, it's like God, you feel blessed because you're like, God damn, this place can even bring in the best of the best from the East. I did the nasty show in Montreal with Patrice. And was lucky enough to see Mitch perform in Toronto. Oh, God, he was yeah. he was one of two comedians I've ever asked for autographs. <laughs> it was uh, Rick Shapiro, and um, I have the Strategic uh, Locations uh, CD signed by Mitch Hedberg. Shapiro, dude, 
And, I, used to, uh, and uh, I used to give him uh, rides. I'm not speaking out of turn. I used to give him rides over to like his electroshock therapist. Oh yeah, over in Brentwood. Yeah, cool motherfucker, the, dude. Yeah, not he's bad. he's uh, uh, Hunter S. Thompson and Iggy Pop. Uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Wild man. Yeah. People are like, you know, they, they try to adopt the, the, the to be eccentric and interesting. That's Rick. what I loved when Marin had him in the show. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they know. It's like Brody and, and Holtzman and these these gems that have so much barnacles on them. You know what I mean? But they're not. They're those. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting. But yeah, well, you know, Brian Holt. If you're ever in L.A. at the comedy, first of all, if you're ever in L.A. and you want to go see some real wild, wild man shit, go Brian Holtzman. Just look at the comedy store's Instagram. You'll see him on the list around after midnight, right? Yeah, he has a podcast called Dead Air. He does have a podcast called Dead Air. And, I, and I honestly, I'm like, I'm trying to save it. I'm going to ask Red Man at some point to go on. Fuck yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm waiting on whether or not, uh, because I, don't, I want to actually go there and not just listen yep. to him go on. Is that Josh? It does look like Josh. Everyone looks a little healthier. There you go, dude. A little healthier. Is that Ad Myers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ran in, you know, the only people on the streets are these out of work actresses and comedians. I've ran into like six Jamar neighbors. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, a the couple dudes. Patrol? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the kid's ripped. You know how he works out? He just blows up his thumbs and his arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, my friend's older brothers, they never worked out and they just had jacked up arms and skinny legs. They always say, like, black dudes are like, if I just, like, drink water and just, like, not eat for a day, I get abs. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what happens when you drown the weak ones. <laughs> you know, they, they, you start to get, there's not a lot of inbreeding. You can really, look at the royal family. Jesus Christ. Mm. Who doesn't look like a toilet brush in that family? And I'm a ginger, dude. Believe me, we're, we're, we're. Fucking hit or miss crew, dude. It's totally. Ugly or splat on the window, dude. Yes. But there, I lost my virginity to a, a, a redheaded lady. I'm sorry, it was snatched from me. Oh, what people don't know at home, redheads, aggressive. <laughs> the women, they have like almost a Latino mean streak, like that Latin kind of ex- firebush, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You ever, have, you ever, you ever date your own race? I've had one redhead before, and people would look at us like it was like we were straight inbred, you know, because like we looked like we were related, you know. It's like it's just uh, you're you're just shy of albinos together. It's pretty gross, but you can see each other in the dark, which is fun. There's nothing like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's something about that that skin. It just it, you're cursed with translucent, um, freckled things but listen you go to scotland they're wearing sweaters that are six pounds wet hanging off the the most gingerous <laughs> like copper wired hair okay so you've been and all it, around the world where's the most beautiful women that you've per per capita okay where where am i going as soon as they open up this travel ban so i can okay well what kind of life do you want to live yeah, I'm a vegetarian, give me, give but I like, me, me, I like meat on my woman. So Give me three examples of people that are uh, have gone adventures that you uh, think, well, that might be kind of fun. Do you want to go smoke opium in Kandahar? 
<laughs> I definitely wanted to go to India. I 100% need to go to India. I w- would always love... Uh, they had a, a, a comedy store in Mumbai. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, in, the, uh, in um, the London Comedy Store by Don, Don Ward had lifted the whole logo and everything. <laughs> yeah, he took it. If you go to the London Comedy Store, it looks like the L.A. Comedy Is Store. Is there no copyright laws over there, probably? Mitzi went after him in the 80s, and he's like, <laughs> fuck you. But it, it's a world-class, or it was when I, before I was banned. That was weird, too. I can knew the climate had changed. I was one of the few people when I lived in London, and even my, my manager was like, he goes, you're playing the Comedy Store three times a year, Okay. There's guys who grew up in the city that have been on a waiting list for three years. So I went from that to, hey, I'm going to be in Europe again. It's been about five or six years. To don't call us, we'll call you. I don't think they can take it anymore. With all the sensitivities now, everything is... It's even more sensitive over there than here? You see the riots in Europe. It's all that uh, football shit. (laughs) Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done a gig in England. In um, I did a music festival a couple of years ago, Download Festival. And it was all... Look at Here's another example. I couldn't believe the fucking security guards. And not to mention the fucking gypsy cunts that they hire to police. These guys were all like drug addicts and homeless people. They put a, a uniform on them. So they take all the drugs with the drug dogs stockpile them and resell them to the kids inside brilliant excellent and, and you know and i could tell i go there's weight they're extorting they're, they're they're they know there's money in that in the black market so they know that on odds the kids are high this that and they got drug sniffs they go through the cars and everything and then uh i'm like fuck man everything got taken from everyone's gone. he goes you gotta go to the black camp the black camp because it was red blue black blah 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 he goes that's the that's the uh the carnies have the black camp and that's where you go to buy all your drugs back what the fuck I was losing it the <laughs> fuck we're pulling up and they're, they're bringing fucking German shepherds I'm like <laughs> oh, God. what are you doing you ruined it this sucks now security check where's your wristband wristbands wristbands fuck off it was awful they tricked me I, d- I did watch Slipknot in the rain She's interesting. Anyway, I, think I don't it's know. It's going to be the opportunity when everything comes back that it's going to be like you're going to have to do shows, mega shows, do with like the best metal band, two fucking just just something that's stacked to where it's everything at one time. Because I think people are going to want everything, you know. Like I'm going to spend my money and oh, I'm going to go. Touring lineups are going to be crazy when people come back, mm-hmm. and, and not to mention people that have taken the idea of being an artist for granted yeah. as a performer. You're going to see some crazy people coming out of retirement. Like, I've been, I haven't picked up my guitar in 30 years, but if we're getting the band back together. What? The Beatles, you know. I know. You know oh, no. Uh, you know, the, the, the kind of traveling Wilburys of music. You're going to see these, you know, Mega genre shows. crossovers like crazy of just people wanting to stimulate that creative It'll be like Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, like the divas of... And then, uh, and then Lombardo from Slayer on drums. You're going to see a lot of that. <laughs> Maybe this guy will spit in my mouth. Call it a day. Oh, 
it's interesting because he's wearing a Survivor that was TV very, show bandana. That was the most Hollywood thing. I ever, a yeah. homeless guy wearing a Survivor bandana. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, some, some TV merch. That's bad writing in a show right there. <laughs> this is the girls, girls, girls. He should... Uh, what? Johnny Depp still own all those homes up on Sweatsy right there? He owns like oh, all really? six of them. Let's, uh, let's get a shot under this thing here. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> Mike David. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch. How you doing, bud? Small town. We that live. was a friend of mine that I grew up with in Hamilton. You know Mike? I've known Mike David. That explains why he's so nice, even though he's a nut. He's a Canadian. He's, he's Canadian. A, he's not. He can't be full-blown crazy. Is no, he? no. He's eccentric. Yeah, he does the backflips, right? He's always jumping. Well, I knew him through skateboarding in Hamilton. You know, we uh, there was a small a pool in, in downtown where all the kids would kind of congregate. The naughty pig, to my ex-girlfriend used to call her asshole, because she could fit 13 hot dogs. And when she bent over, she spread her ass cheeks. It looked like a golf bag for a salamis. <laughs> Fucking cunt. What a cunt. No, really, like, what a cunt. It was amazing. He would chew tobacco. I saw clean some guy's boots at a quarry once. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm actually not bitter. I haven't had a, uh, a serious thing in so long. I gave up on it. Yeah. Is that undercover cops? Being broken. All right. I predict that I'm at the comedy store on the f July 1st. Yeah, it's we, coming back in the summer. It's coming back. You think I'll be there July 1st? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fourth of, if not, 4th of July. Yeah, because I, I got a... Um, I'm going to cut my special and put it out on Canada Day. I shot a special in Denmark like ages ago, and I've been squatting on it and tuning it. i got to make some adjustments. But um, the weird part is the opening monologue to my special... Is kind of like, uh, you know, Conan the Barbarian? Okay. In the near land for the way It has that, but the paragraph is, the whole thing is about this show taking place in the future and that groups, um, curfews have been put in place, but it was more of a New World Order type shit. It didn't have this kind of, um, it had nothing to do with a viral... Um, Totalitarian uh, lockdown? Yeah, 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 totally that. In, in this kind of, uh, you know... Um, Rise of the Machines type of way almost. And um, it's in the monologue. And I wrote this like two years ago. So now when my special runs, it's going to look like this. This is Sunset Boulevard. Dude, dude. Yeah, this is Sun. We're on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Holy shit. There's one car coming. There's nobody. Nobody. The sun's going down. Wow. Wow, you don't know anybody who's listening. They don't know what, how strange that, that was. was. so creepy, dude. I've never heard silence in Hollywood. Not even a bird. 
you know, this is also the city of loud talkers on the phone. I don't know if it's an American, uh, you know, we turn it to 11 type of thing, spinal tap. Bloop, bloop, where you at? Yeah, it's always about nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rapture had just occurred, and we're like, ah, god damn it. Yeah, you remember that scene in X Men where they, they, the one of the girls stops time, and everybody's kind of in the museum like this, and Doctor Xavier. If it stopped time, if everything froze, and you saw me walking with my my bald head towards you, and a wheelchair just kind of pulled up, you're like, I knew it, (laughs) Professor X. And I'm like, no, Professor Sex. And I take a huge, because it's one of those wheelchairs with a toilet seat. Sorry, uh, my wheelchair has a toilet seat. <laughs> and the leather's cut out of the middle. I wonder who else we're going to run into. I feel like we're in the shittiest episode of Sesame Street ever. I know. This is kind of fun. I like to think that this, this, this is a big blow to this nerdish... Uh, sensitivities I don't even want to say nerd would imply that they're smart people right I think that word nerd I think these fucking what is that I was listening to uh, Ronnie's James James Dio song um, and he said crystal knights crystal knights crystal crystal warriors or something like that you know what I mean Um, my buddy Dan calls them femtards He's a little more crass than I am. <laughs> He's fucking femtards. He goes right off. He goes, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I was, another thing, this, this, the um, saddle ranch here, which is always a hotbed for fucking just trash. Yeah, classic douche. Trash, decent kitchen. Uh, if you're a drinker, I'm sure you can get a proper drink there. Good food. But the, the, the Vegas-style audience that they get in that mm-hmm. place they got a mechanical next level. Pool. Yeah, totally. And I love seeing the chick that's 380 climb onto that, <laughs> and then the saddle rubs up and down on her. They hear, there's palmers on cheese coming out of the back of her pant legs because <laughs> there's squirrels all rubbed out with dog hair and fucking athlete's foot. Yeah. I think they'd be way better if they took the mat off the floor. Right? So you just go get airborne and land on the concrete. <laughs> it's always someone's 21st birthday that they're doing it. I, was, I shot this film years ago, and one of the final days on set, we had a mechanical bowl that they rented for this roadhouse, and the mat wasn't blown up to, to tautness. And this fucking guy flails off and does one of these, oh... You know, I've been on over the handlebars and skateboards all my life. I would have been injured, but I've known that fall, somebody being thrown to the concrete. Um, but this kid was not, uh, he was barely, <laughs> barely an athlete. It was like something, it'd be like, say, Don Barris jumping on Sam Tripoli's back. <laughs> right? How, how fast, and, and this is not a slight on either of them, this is just science. How Sam's hips would come off 
I tried to get Sam to do running and exercise a little bit. Dude, that was a classic episode you guys did. 2016. It's four years ago oh, that you did. That's I, right. You took a screenshot. Yeah, and uh, him, I was like, you got to redo this shit and get this guy working out again, man. Get him healthy. I tried. You know, when I lived in that area, I even lived closer to him beforehand. A lot of these guys, I have friends that live on Fuller. They've never even been stepped foot in there. I don't know. I, I, I feel Canadian uh, almost to a fault. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to enjoy nature? It's like right there. <laughs> well, uh, then I'd have to uh, put on my shoes. And I'm waiting for that movie roll to fly in the window. And not to mention, if you're... Uh, look, if you're a straight guy that, that loves dogs... Yes. That is Vegas. Oh, Runyon? Get out of here, dude. There's loads of hot girls there. And every breed of canine and and all of it. It's just lovely. Well, we're back at the comedy store. I can't believe how many hours I've logged on this patio. You know, it's crazy. It's literally, oh, there's still some bags, bags of cocaine laying around. Look at this place. Like, it's dusty. Look at Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, it's been uh, taken over by the uh, pirates there. Wow. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, man. Dude, it's like, I feel like I'm at my old high school. This I actually feel a little heartbroken about... Uh, This is the first time I've been here since this. This is like going to where you're, you killed your first hooker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Whew. Anyway, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, well, July 1st, right? Positive Let's, energy, right? Positive push. Uh, all that stuff. I was watching um, Red Band posted a little screenshot of an episode of Horse Jackman yes. Bo- and Brody's headshot. Uh, so badass. Did I'm you see it? The wall. Yeah. Like, yeah, I sick. thought that was great. I thought that was great. Yeah, it was really... Uh, I, weeks beforehand, you know, I, his last show was supposed to be at the Sycamore on Sam, when a Sam show at the Sycamore. The dojo, right? And... Uh, Weeks earlier, at these back doors of the comedy store here, I was saying, why don't you come up to Canada, blah, 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 you, you know, you can come out and host, there'll be no pressure. I, he goes, oh, you think they'll like me? And I'm like, dude, you're like a movie star. <laughs> what are we talking about? Of course they're going to like, anyway, the, those uncertainties and things plagued poor uh, Brody Stevens for a lot of his life, and... Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's almost, wait, has it been a year? I think it was a year recently, right? They just had the Festival of Friendship, second yeah. annual. He's probably in there right now wondering where everyone's at. Yeah, he's just behind the, oh, fuck, I'm going to start bawling. You gotta think positive. 365 days of the year, it says, over the door. And you needed to come back for work, man. And the rest of us needed to come back because, goddamn, us comedy fans, we, we, we love and live by it, bud. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, in the works. You know, everybody's just idling right now, waiting for their uh, 
chance to get this fucking show business thing kicking again. July 1st, man. All right, let's do that. Um, some guy's playing Metallica at the old house. The ghost of Brody on the roof playing the drums, right? Maybe get another comedian on this billboard instead of a fucking makeup, a lipstick. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. This fucking 20-story painted billboard. That's not a screen one. That's a painted billboard for a fucking lipstick right across from my church. Fuck you, Rogue, Rogue, Hermes, Shade 64, Rogue, Anyway, it's all trash. Thanks for uh, hanging out. I've been wanting to go on a walk through with you for a while. It has been that, and it took the Armageddon for us to uh, <laughs> just have the luxury of a, a nice stroll in the city. And to have that silence of, like, that 30 seconds back there, that, that was deafening. That gave me chills, dude. But yeah. Dude, positivity, the th- July 1st, brother. Yeah, brother. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm stoked. Canada Day. All the Canadians, the comedy store will be friendly for like 24 hours. <laughs> I remember Brian Redband goes, I was like, I couldn't believe everybody. And then I realized it's the Canada Day show. He couldn't believe everybody was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> he knows a huge difference. But that's it, you know. That's how we stay warm because you piss off your neighbor in Canada, uh, he isn't going to dig you out of the snow. Yeah, I've seen Harlan take care of a heckler by saying, please, sir. <laughs> and they listened. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Because there's no, it's no malicious. He's generally saying, come on, man. Come on. Opposed to an American comic going, hey, man, shut the fuck up. Sorry, me. He's me. Why don't you fuck off? Where can people find you? Where can't they find you? I am everywhere. You can find me on Instagram at nontute, N-O-N-T-U-T-E. Mm-hmm. I'm not a prostitute, so I'm a non-toot. Can't be bought or sold. No, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I got to get that tattooed across I my I got a throat. website if you want to check it out. It's called spreadlovebeams.com. And, yeah, if you want to give me a phone call and leave some weird shit about the apocalypse. Yeah, that's your real phone number? Because yeah. I checked it. You gave me your number, and then I looked at your Instagram, and I'm like, that, that's, uh, yeah, call him. What's your phone number? It's uh, 323-285-0663. Fantastic. So give, give him a ring. Give him a ring. Tell him what you think. Let me know how the apocalypse is treating you. Yes. Uh, now, look, our savior... This is the only thing that gives this street credibility anymore is the South Park billboard. Yeah. Comedy Central still owns that bad boy. Wow. Isn't that where Ari lived? Right. Yeah, dude, right on the other side. That empty lot now, dude. Yeah, that's right. What a convenient spot. Uh-huh. Fixed rent and everything. All right. Well, I would like to plug. I'll tell you all the dates that are canceled. <laughs> Switzerland, Denmark, Sweden, Norway... Finland, Regina, uh, um, no, They're, everything's going to get pushed back from when comedy starts, all these countries and dates will pick up, I'm hoping to be in Europe in, in August, and not only that, we'll see how this thing comes out, but 
you want to come out and fucking hang big time in dude. Denmark? I'm telling you, you were mentioned earlier, like the look, it's all of it. It's all the best parts about Scandinavia in one spot. And fortunately, one of my most favorite places to visit in the world is is Denmark, Copenhagen. A guy hired me to do a funeral, a wake. I did a corporate gig for a dead guy. You roasted him or just did just bitch? He was a fan of mine. He partied too much and died. We started to put it together when, <laughs> when I got there that this guy, um, he was a party guy, and he died. I thought he was an old man. I'm like, holy, oh, he's 46. I'm like, oh, and I look at all his friends. They all got those whiskey sunburns and shit. I'm like, ah, that's it. The little rascals of piss tanks. But, um, yeah, so... Um, but there'll be a big tour, uh, ideally June 26, uh, my 25th anniversary show in Vancouver, where I started with uh, old uh, Seth Rogen 20, 25 years ago in June. So um, we're going to see what, uh, what tour dates come up. But thanks for listening to the podcast. And, uh, you know, I never really do this, but I am out of work technically. So go to my uh, website, and you can donate to my projects at uh, JasonRouse666 on um, my uh, PayPal and all that shit on my website. But um, I'm working on a, a new venture while this show business thing's on a hiatus. So I'm setting up this video Patreon, and we filmed a little bit today, and um, this is going to be kind of my life after Hollywood. I'm literally going back to my hometown to... Um, to kind of just uh, reconnect with uh, some family and stuff and Perfect. take some time to plan. Yeah, totally. There's a, I can't be... There's a, I'll go put in some mother-son hours, and uh, that would be cool. And then, ideally, you know, we'll be back swinging our bat. But July 1st, I'll meet you here. I love it. Okay, brother? Be well, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for having me, Jason. No problem. I don't care what society thinks.